Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we're here today to talk about a new movie that's streaming on Netflix. It's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And Ashley is going to tell us about it. Okay, so this is based on a play by August Wilson. Um, It's set in Chicago in 1927. And it depicts a, a recording session with Ma Rainey, who is portrayed here by Viola Davis. Um, Ma Rainey was a real-life singer. She was known as the mother of the blues. And in in this movie, as in the play, um, she and her band are at this studio for a recording session. Um, the movie kind of touches on some tensions between herself and some members of her band. One of her one of the band members is a a trumpeter played by the late Chadwick Boseman. He's kind of got ambitions of going out on his own. Um, and the movie also touches on um, the tensions between the band and the white management of the studio. And there's a lot of other kind of weighty issues that get tackled in this uh, movie. But that's kind of the setup. What did you think of it, Matt? I like this movie. Um, I, I do have some, some critiques of it. But overall, um, I think it's a good film. Um, it's difficult not to be aware of the fact going in that this is Chadwick Boseman's last film. He died earlier this year from cancer. He'd had cancer for, I think, about four years beforehand. So, um, you know, all the time he was making, you know, uh, the Black Panther movies and the Thurgood Marshall movie and all the other movie, you know, movies that he's come out in the recent years. Um, he was suffering from cancer. And, of course, in this, his last film, which was done uh, last year, um, he's really good in this. It is one of those powerhouse performances, though. Um, and if you've been listening to this podcast long <laughs> enough, you know that I tend to favor the more quieter, difficult roles. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a showy role. And showy roles get a lot of attention. Um, and the contrarian in me <laughs> comes out a little bit uh, regarding that. But I'm not, I'm not taking away anything from his performance. I'm just saying, yes, it is obviously... A good performance. Yeah. Um, I really actually like Viola Davis in this. I don't know if I liked her character. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later, the Ma Rainey character. Uh, but she did a good job with this. I was really uh, happy to see uh, Coleman Domingo, who's not only African-American, uh, but a, a, an out and proud African-American actor uh, who's been in Fear the Walking Dead, among other things. And then uh, Glenn Turman who uh, I haven't seen in like, I mean, she's done other things, but I haven't really paid attention enough to see him in 30 years when he was in a different world um, spinoff uh, <laughs> from the Cosby show. Um, he was really good in this. Um, yeah. So no, the performances are all pretty good here. Um, this is based off of a stage play as Ashley mentioned by August Wilson. I was a little nervous the first 20, 25 minutes or so uh, because, you know, it, uh, it felt to me very stagey. And the, the, the dialogue, the, the, the direction, everything just came across very stagey. And I was like, oh, this is, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get into this movie. But then I got into it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, to me, um, the movie never stopped feeling stagey, but it didn't bother me too much. Um, you know, it's just the fact that they, they never really get out of the confines of this studio. So it just feels very intimate, like a play, like you're in the theater watching mm-hmm. a play. Um, and then some of the, the rhythms of the, of the dialogue and the scenes, it just, it just feels very, um, play-like. Um, but that's okay because I think it's a, a really good, um, 
those dialogue and those scenes are really good. So it didn't really matter ultimately. Um, and I like actually how it feels. It feels kind of small, but it deals with a lot of big ideas. And obviously, you know, the, one of the big ones is, uh, you know, systemic racism, um, violence and racism. Um, but also like artistic control because, and, and exploitation of artists, because, you know, Ma Rainey is, she has some very good scenes where she's talking about how um, they just use her for her voice. And once they have it on record, they treat her like an animal. Um, and they're always wanting to change things. Everyone's wanting to change things. And she really fights for that artistic control. Um, so I thought that, you know, there's a lot of big ideas, big themes like that in what seems to be a very small movie. Um, so I, I like that aspect of it. Um, I agree with you about Ch- Chadwick Boseman. He's excellent. Um, it is that big flashy role. And I also preferred, I much preferred Viola Davis's performance. Yeah, like you, I don't necessarily like the character so much, but I just thought her performance was great. And I was very interested to know more about that character. And the scenes where we learn more about her, I thought were the best parts of the movie, personally. And, you know, as the movie kind of focuses more, starts to focus more on the band members, I kept wanting to go back to her. Um, But, you know, maybe that's just a personal thing. I just really liked that character. I found her interesting. I thought it was a great performance. But you're right, the performances all around her are excellent. Yeah. So it's interesting. I found, I, I was most fascinated by her character in... In a mild way, though, because like I said, I didn't really like her character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she was a real person. She lived from 1886 to 1939, Gertrude Ma Rainey. Um, and it's interesting. I, after we watched it, I read a sort of a negative article about the movie. I think it was on Vulture. But um, one of the things they didn't like was the portrayal of Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. They thought, you know, they, she was a nasty e- egotist and, and whatever. And I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. However, um, you know, I don't know the accuracy of this film, but, you know, un- unfortunately, sometimes artists are not sweetness and light. Now, maybe in real life, Ma Rainey was. But it's true, unfortunately, that a lot of people, not just artists, but artists sometimes get have egos fed to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she's the artists are just not nice people and they are egotistical and they are rude and they are demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like I said, that can be anybody, but you know, uh, the problem is, you know, there's that phrase, like never meet your heroes, you know? And one of the reasons that phrase developed is because you just <laughs> never know. Um, Ma, Ma Rainey made great music, but I don't know what she was like as a person. Yeah. This movie takes the tack of her being kind of crass and demanding and rude. Um, and it's interesting that, so, so this plays that like, there's a scene in here where she, she wants a Coca-Cola and gets upset with the, um, the two white men who are running the studio that they haven't gotten it for yet. And so she sends out a couple of her band members to go get some, in which we see a quick scene of some potential racism that they encounter. But, you know, she doesn't come across well in that scene. And I, I, I would be interested to know how many people would dismiss or forgive her character's 
the way she carries herself because of, oh, well, she's got to be a strong black woman because this is racist 1927 America. But I'm like, yeah, but that that's still, that's rude in like 2020, mm-hmm. whether you're black or white <laughs> or Asian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There's an interesting dynamic there. Yeah, I guess you're right. She is in many ways a, a very difficult character. Um, to like, but I, I felt like a lot of that was kind of in response to the um, racist treatment that she's had um, over the years. And, you know, she's always talking about how she's the moneymaker. Her records are the biggest sellers, mm-hmm. um, but they don't treat her like that. Um, you know, they don't listen to her. They always want to change things. Um, she had you know, a requirement that there be Coca-Cola there and there wasn't Coca-Cola there. And that was just another, you know, incident where, um, yeah, her expectations, the give and take here, she's giving the voice. She needs something back. It wasn't given. And yeah, she, she did it in kind of a, you know, a crass way, but I, that's, I just kind of felt like that was her response to years of this kind of treatment. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of going to go back to, to talk about the stagey staginess of it, which, Mm -hmm. Like I said, it did bother me for a little bit when they started, when they got to the studio scenes in Chicago. But, um, you know, the movie starts out down south um, and, and, and in a tent where they're having a performance. And so that kind of alleviates some of the, oh, we're stuck in one room kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when they get to Chicago, we see the hotel that Ma Rainey is staying at. And then it moves to the recording studio and her band gets there first and they're in a, a dingy basement room. Mm-hmm. And then there's the main recording area on the main floor, main level. And then they also have some exterior scenes in Chicago and see the L going by. I mean, so I do like that they, you know, uh, the director, George C. Wolf, you know, he does kind of try and ameliorate the, 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 yeah. the, the fact that, oh, this is based on a stage play that's mm-hmm. pretty much in one room. Um, so I like that, that yeah. they did that. Um, the the whole the hotel scene though where she's coming downstairs after you know in the morning and, and getting ready to leave for the um, um, for the recording you know it's it's interesting to see how the north they call it, the northern African Americans kind of all stare at her because it's a it's a hotel that seems to be all African American yeah and they're dressed differently they're dressed a little more upscale than she is and. They do stare at her, mm-hmm. not unlike, you know, a, in a scene later on when a couple of her band members go into a deli and it's all white and they stare at them. Right. Um, I mean, there's, there's stuff to be, there's stuff going on there. Now, um, if, and I don't know whether I'd say this is a critique, I don't know what I think of this, but there there are elements in here that the movie and maybe this, this is based on what the play did, but it touches on things. But then it's like, we're not going to talk anymore about that. Mm. You know, I mean, it doesn't say that, obviously, but, you know, you could tell by the time the movie's over, okay, they never went back to that. I mean, so, for example, um, the hotel scene and the, the, the differences between, you know, I guess what they're trying to portray is, you know, southern black culture and northern black culture. Um, um, the There's a scene where I guess Ma Rainey might be a little... They show her as maybe into women. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a quick scene, and we move on. Yeah. Um, and and a few other things. I mean, it's just and, and the two the two white men who run the studio, the recording studio. I mean, 
it was interesting. I couldn't quite peg them. And maybe that's good. I mean, you know, not everybody is, you know, a black and white character. No mm-hmm. offense. No, no pun intended. But, um, <laughs> but it's, they, at least one of them came across as, you know, a decent person. But you also know that there's this thing going on that went on a lot where, you know, African-American artists, um, their music was, it's weird. Like if, if they were doing the music, it wasn't considered palatable to white audiences. So then their music would be taken, mm-hmm. stolen, whatever, uh, from, from them. And then done recorded by white artists, the same music pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that sold to white audiences and yeah. So, I mean, they're, then they're part of that. So there's that too. It's, in, it's, it's got, like I said, there's a lot of moving pieces to this. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot going on. And the, the story feels like it kind of gets taken over by the Chadwick Boseman character. Because um, it, 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 his backstory and why he is the way he is, why he's um, uh, ambitious but full of pain and full of anger, I feel like that's kind of the raw nerve at the center of the story. And, the yeah, the movie kind of becomes consumed by that. Um which is fine, but it leaves everything else kind of, you know, unfleshed out. I, I could have, like I said before, I could have used more about Ma Rainey and and less about Chadwick Boseman. As as, as important as that story is too, um, I just felt like it kind of consumed everything at the expense of some other interesting, interesting ideas. That said, I appreciated that the movie moves along at a quick pace and is not over long. I mean, it, it's 94 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the perfect length. Um, it just, I just wish some ideas had been fleshed out and more than others, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I don't know what to make of Chadwick Boseman's character. I and mean, his, again, I'll reiterate his performance. Great. Mm-hmm. But the character, um, is, you know, and I don't think we're supposed to necessarily like him. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's maybe a problem is he is so front and center that I don't know uh, that character, a little bit of that character went a long way. uh, And then we got a lot more than just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I mean, something, another dynamic I found interesting is, I mean, the other actors uh, or characters, I guess, the band members that are in this, you know, I don't know how old they're supposed to be. Um, The actors, I don't know their exact ages, but they felt a little bit like they're a little older than Chadwick Boseman's oh, character. Sure, yeah. uh, particularly one of them, the one played by Glenn Turman. And I don't know whether that's it, but you know, look, this is a, a play slash movie set in 1927. And these are African-American characters, African-American men in 1927 America. You know, they've, they've, they've been around and they've seen some things and mm-hmm. they've experienced some, some stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've all got their stories. And their experiences. And so early-ish on, or maybe it's midway through, you know, they're all kind of joking around, and most of them are anyway. And then they're poking fun at each other. And they poke fun at Chadwick Boseman, particularly about how he um, tries to ingratiate himself with one of the white men running the studio. And he does not take that well. And so then we hear a big, long story from Chadwick Boseman's character complete with the camera, you know, a choking shot on the camera, uh, mm-hmm. right on his face. Um, and it's a tragic story. And I don't want to sound like I'm unfeeling about it. 
But again, the other characters, I'm sure, have stories that I don't know if they're quite as horrific, mm-hmm. but they're pretty bad, right? You've got to know. They've got to imagine that they've all been through stuff. And yet, I don't know why, just because maybe they're just different human beings. They've, they, they don't, they've not let it eat away at their soul, like Bozeman's character has. And he, that seems to be like, he, he is just not, he, he doesn't, there's a lot of things he does that are not good. Mm-hmm. And he always uses that experience that he talks about as his crutch. Mm-hmm. This happened to me, so therefore I'm this way. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, like, bro, we all got stories, you know, <laughs> and so, yeah, some of them are worse than others, yeah. but it's like, wow. Um, so, and, and that his character is, you know, I mean, the movie has Ma Rainey in the title, but really, I mean, his character's name's uh, Levy. I mean, it might as well be Levy's you know, Black right. Bottom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's his youth that um, we're supposed to think is... Um, leading him to not be able to kind of process what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, these old, I think the, the other band members are very definitely much older than he is. And you're right, have had a lot of experiences, but they've probably also had a lot of time to process those experiences. And, you know, maybe when they were his age, maybe they, you know, were full of anger and pain and fighting back. I don't know though. It's, you know, at this point in the 1920s, this is, and you know, with the, the rise of um, the blues, this is the first time that kind of black culture is kind of getting into the mainstream. I think there's, there's a, there's a light there at the end of the tunnel that maybe he can see a way out mm-hmm. that maybe these other characters never had. And so he's very, he's feeling very frustrated when um, he's not able to, you know, get through that tunnel the way he thought he could. Um, I don't know. That's that. That's a theory I'm trying to just trying to. <laughs> no, explain. I mean I think that's certainly. Uh, I think that's certainly an aspect to it. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned some of the technical aspects already, but I just wanted to re- reiterate. I think the movie looks great. Oh, yeah. um, the costumes, the lighting is all really good. Uh, the music, uh, the the score is by uh, Branford Mar- Marcellus. Um, it's mm-hmm. really good. Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of really positive things to say about about this movie. Yeah, I mean, I was going to do that um, as well. And I, uh, just thank you for covering that. Uh, <laughs> Ann Roth is a costume designer. And I admit that the costumes are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinematography is by uh, Tobias Schleiser. Um, and it's interesting. If you just see stills from this movie, I mean, you know immediately it's from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's how distinctive it looks. And then, you know, too, I mean, the, the sound design is good. And, like, in the editing, I mean, there are scenes that are... Um, you know, they're taking place indoors and they're, they're maybe on the quieter side or they've been in an impactful scene that are in, it's on, it's ending quietly. And then boom, it's a shot to the bright sunshine outside of the L and the L is crossing mm-hmm. around and it's really loud. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's really, it's, it's, it's some good contrast there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, what do you give this out of 10? Um, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it a 7.6. So our score is an eight and it is on the tomato meter. It's got a certified fresh 99% from critics and an audience score of 80%. So we're right on line with the yeah. audiences. Yeah. All right. So Marvani's black bottom, Chadwick Boseman's final performance. Yeah. Viola Davis is great in it. 
Yes. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.